Welcome to Stay Forth Leadership Podcast. I'm Alan Briggs, a leadership coach who works with high capacity leaders from different fields who care about their health and their impact, their life and their leadership. I'm also a dad of four amazing kids, a husband to one amazing wife, a creator of stories and content, an adventurer who loves the outdoors. I'm always learning about leadership wherever I can. And I invest about half of my week coaching leaders so they can be healthy and make a huge impact. I'm also trying to stay healthy so I can be an incredible dad, incredible husband, incredible friend, incredible coach, and an entrepreneur for a long time. I want it to last. The greatest leaders don't start with others. They start with themselves. Great leadership, it doesn't start with inspiring speeches, staff meetings, brilliant creation of content, product launches. It doesn't start with any of that. It actually starts with what we practice personally. Good or bad, our internal life and our practices will transfer to others. We try to spend as much time as possible doing more things. But are we even doing the right things? Over time, I've observed this principle. The currency of leadership is energy, not time. I've been working on a paradigm shift to help my coaching clients, and I'm trying to make it as well. It's the shift from time management to energy investment. So how do we actually invest our best energy? How do we stop the energy leaks in our life and leadership? What should we do when we're tired or overwhelmed? I hate to tell you, but we're approaching this completely backwards. It's taking us further from the healthy, grounded life that our family, our friends, and our coworkers desperately need us to live. During this four-session mini-series, I will walk you through a process from figuring out why we're so tired to actually designing a routine you can sustain and you can live within. We don't want to be constantly crashing in our lives. I've had a very challenging year, and I found myself tired at the end of the summer, so I need this too. I promise to be practical and to give you things you can actually do during each episode. Welcome to Stay Forth Leadership Podcast for our Beyond Tired mini-series. If you want to move beyond a life of exhaustion and into a life you can actually sustain, you're in the right place. Welcome to episode one of our Beyond Tired series. We're going to focus on assessing your tiredness. The two expressions I hear the most while conversing with friends or coaching with leaders is, I'm tired and I'm overwhelmed. Now, I'm no exception to this. I am also human. The last year has been quite a climb for our family. Many times it felt like we were hiking uphill with slippers in the mud. I mean, it's been really intense. We've had lots of challenges, including a house flood, which led to major home construction, lots of transition with our kids, work challenges in my life, and oh yeah, launching a new side business here in Colorado Springs, in addition to all my work coaching leaders. I just couldn't have planned or predicted the strain that this would put on me, my wife, and our kids. Now, all these challenges on their own were not crushing. In fact, some of them I expected, some of them I even committed to. But when mixed together, they compounded. So at the end of the summer, I found myself unusually tired, 
And at a time when I'm usually replenished, I'm ready to ramp up for the fall. This August was different. I found myself saying, I'm tired. Now, I've made some changes, and I thought it would be helpful to walk through that framework that I've used for these and turning the ship of tiredness in my life. I believe that many of these principles can help you turn your tide of tiredness, no matter where you're at, no matter what got you there. Have you ever had a season like this? I bet you have. I mean, maybe you're living in the midst of this season right now, and you're saying, yes, that's me. I'm tired. Now, the degree of this is different for all of us, but I believe that this series is going to be helpful for each person that listens to it. Because here's the reality. We are always more tired than we think. We're living many times on caffeine and adrenaline and some bit of our routine and just pushing through like we've always done. But we, what we want you to do is to pause in this next month and to walk through this we hope that it's a gift to you, your family, your team, and all those around you. Now, although we pretend that we don't, we all get tired. Let's start there. This is just part of being a human, a parent, a leader, and a caregiver. After all, we are here to serve other people. But when we realize that we're tired, we must make some changes or we won't be helpful for anyone else around us. We'll serve through fear, through resentment, through exhaustion, and we'll just try to be hoarding our last resources to simply get by through the day. I've been there. You've probably been there. That part is normal, but we have to make a change. But here's the challenge. When we're tired, our judgment, energy, and self-awareness are down, so we're not actually able to see the issue very clearly let alone to create a wise plan to replenish our energy and get into a better cycle. That's why we are stepping in with this podcast series. Now, avoiding exhaustion and burnout will require constant resistance. Let me say that again. Avoiding exhaustion and burnout and staying healthy will require constant resistance. It won't happen in any easy way. I promise you that. It's hard but it's worth it, and we're going to simplify it here. Now think about it. Our culture of overstimulation, overcommitment, and overpromising will bring this gravitational pull toward a tiredness cycle. We live in a culture of excess. It also is a culture of efficiency. So it celebrates more and doing more, but in less time. This efficiency mindset many times will grind us down as if we're some kind of machine that doesn't need a break. We have limits, we need breaks, we need rest. Many times, this cycle will lead us toward a place where we feel exhausted and trapped in our own life. Ever been there before? I know I have. We feel overwhelmed or behind, then we tend to follow our biology into these two responses, fight or flight. What does this look like? Well, flight, in terms of our rest and our busyness, this is when we just avoid what we need to do. It doesn't work for long. In fact, most leaders don't do this on the whole, as we know it will catch up with us eventually. But maybe we do it in small ways. We stay busy. We stay numb during these times. We do a little bit of the wrong things. Now, insert doom scrolling here when you're just sitting there on your device with your head down and you can wake up in a trance 20 minutes later or two hours later. The other side of this a fight. This is when we work harder, we just add hours to our already full schedule, just thinking somehow this will dig us out. 
we often abuse or overuse caffeine and adrenaline. So caffeine is this kind of external drug that's easy for us to move from two or three or four cups to five or six or seven cups. I've certainly been in that phase before, and it's not good. But the chemical God gave our bodies to help us navigate danger is adrenaline, and it allows us to rise to the occasion, but we often overuse that. And this leaves us pushing too hard for too long without times for our body to come down and rest. So this often leads to crashing eventually. Now, I'm focusing on staying calm and not firing up my adrenaline this fall through, of course, taking my caffeine consumption down, but also just making sure I'm not firing up my adrenaline as much. I'll talk about that more later in this series. Now, I've greatly reduced caffeine intake. I'm on just one cup of coffee a day. And I've also picked up something called Magic Mind, which is a natural mixture of nootropics, which is just brain stimulants. Coffee is one of those brain stimulants. And it can bring calm and focus. And I'm really enjoying the process of that. Honestly, I've felt more clear and calm since I've reduced my caffeine intake and started to take Magic Mind each day. My mantra for this fall is calm, not caffeinated. Calm, not caffeinated. I want to be a grounded, non-anxious presence where I'm not trying to speed people up. And at times, when I find my adrenaline go way up, the caffeine consumption go way up, stress levels go up, I end up stressing people around me, whether it's a coaching client or my own family, and we can end up so tired, we're on the other end of the spectrum. Most people I find are living in this combination of fight and flight. It gets us revved up and pushing hard, followed by this crash cycle where we're distracting ourselves and simply numbing out. Now, throughout this series, I'm going to walk you through four steps to get you out of a tired cycle and into a replenishing cycle. Again, we will get tired. It's part of serving, leading, caring for others, and ultimately being human. But what really matters is what we do when we realize we are tired. Now, before you evaluate yourself, remember this principle. I talked about it at the beginning. I'll continue to talk about it. You're always more tired than you think. Our judgment is skewed here. So we add a few points to the tiredness meter than, than what you think you are. So if you say I'm a seven, chances are that you're actually an eight in your tiredness. So here's how we start by assessing our tiredness. We want to assess our tiredness level. Evaluate your level of tiredness and ask others to help you do this, which of these three levels of tired am I? Lowercase t, tired. This is expected fatigue. You've been running hard for a relatively short time, I'd say a year or less, and this tiredness is expected. You can understand why you would have had it. You can understand that these factors would add up for you. And again, it's normal. You have a timeline, but the important thing is you have an actual plan to slow down. This is normal. As long as you have a true time of rest coming and a shift in your routines, it doesn't concern me as a coach. Work the reversal plan below that you're going to create. And throughout this next month and lowercase t tired, you can watch that reverse pretty quickly. You probably need more than just a vacation here. You do need some new routines and rhythms, but with some work, you can see that rise. Now, the next level of tiredness is uppercase T tired. This is extended fatigue. You've been running for hard, really hard for an extended period of time, and this is more than a year. 
and you have no plan to reverse this. It, it may even seem mysterious to you. You may say, why am I so tired? I don't get it. At this point, it's probably become a lifestyle. This is dangerous, especially if you have no plan to truly slow down or plan to reverse this and get yourself into a replenishment cycle. Guys, if you are here, it's time to take serious action. The next level, which is incredibly dangerous, is beyond tired. This is where you're heading toward burnout. Maybe you've even tipped into burnout. You've lost the desire to do a lot of the things you love. Ironically, those things could actually help you replenish. And you've accepted realities that your fatigue is just normal. You've accepted this for far too long. You may have real and pressing reasons for this, like young children or family or medical issues. You don't know how to reverse this, and you're not sure you have the desire to reverse it anyway. You're experiencing a serious numbness in many areas, and you're likely experiencing some level of depression. Now, let me just say, if you are uppercase T tired or beyond tired, I recommend going to a doctor, getting checked out, getting some blood work done as there may be an underlying medical issue. Again, I am not a medical doctor. I am also not a therapist. There are probably some underlying issues below that, but I recommend good therapy to identify root causes of your, over, of your overwork. So when you evaluate those three areas, which level of tiredness are you experiencing? Lowercase T tiredness? uppercase T tiredness, or beyond tiredness. The second thing to assess is the source of your tiredness. Where is it coming from? Evaluate which areas of your life you are feeling most tired. Now, here's the grid Jesus presented us, this brilliant grid that was far ahead of his time, this holistic life for ourselves. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, Oh yeah, the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. When we think about this, this idea of heart, soul, mind, strength, loving God, loving neighbor, so that fifth category is relationships. So heart, soul, mind, strength, we're going to put this into heart, soul, mind, body, and relationships. So think about those as this five-tier grid it is incredibly helpful. Maybe you view it like a pie chart and you can kind of fill that in. We're actually going to start with your body. Your physical body is worn down. Now, this is pretty common, a lack of sleep, a lack of exercise, or bad eating habits. This is a place to start. The second, evaluate, is it coming from your mind? Your mind is overextended. Now, what's common here, your screen habits, working a lot in evenings, leading in too many areas, uh, lots of decisions at work, or lots of conflict. The next area is your relationships. Your relationships are a source of constant stress and conflict. And what's common here is people who take but don't give back to you, an ongoing kind of low-grade conflict in your life that has just been draining you for a while. The next area is your heart. You've experienced significant loss and may not have had space to process that or grieve it. Some common things here, major changes personally or professionally, painful incidents you haven't dealt with, a hopelessness that something will eventually work. The last area is your soul. You've had tectonic shifts in your identity, your faith, or your family, and they're hitting you at soul level. What's common here is to feel a lack of purpose. You just don't know 
what you care about. You don't know what's next, the lack of habits that can connect you back to God, and you find yourself dry. Most times, it's a combination of these five areas. But to try to pinpoint one that hurts the most or that is most tired or most numb can be really helpful here. For me, I had several small losses that have added up in the last 12 months that I hadn't grieved, mixed with a mental load of constant decisions that needed to be made. And this just simply didn't allow my mind to relax or be at ease. Once I was able to identify these, I was then able to build a plan out of these and change some things around. What we say at Stay Forth is that awareness should always lead to action. New information as we you know, kind of look down and self-reflect or pray and hear from God on these areas or get feedback from others, then we can make the appropriate changes. So which area of your life is the greatest source of tiredness for you. Now, I encouraged you to journal through these two questions. We've talked about the level of tiredness. Is it lowercase t, uppercase t, or beyond tired? Which area is the greatest source of tiredness for you? Is it your body? Is it your mind? Your relationships? Your heart? Or your soul? I encourage you, again, journal through these reflect on these. Do not rush. You've got a week before our next episode to be able to gain this awareness before we can move on, to self-assess, and again, invite other people to help you assess. Which level of tiredness are you experiencing? What is the source of tiredness you're experiencing? Invest some time this week to reflect on those two questions, and we'll come back next week and help you make some progress. 